Welcome back to episode 82 of the Hops and Bops Podcast. I am Bruce Tom. I am Joe. I'm Mike. And on uh, this episode, we're going to be doing the album There Is Nothing Left to Lose by the Foo Fighters. And to pair with that, we have uh, a brewery that we, we're pretty big fans of, uh, Tribus Beer Company with Alt Beer. <laughs> it is a, uh, a toffee, uh, what, what kind of beer? Is it's it like, like it's a, an amber ale with hints of toffee. It's like a German-style right. lager. Um, yeah. All right, I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, so I... Is this our first Tribus beer? I think so. I mean, depending on when you pick up the podcast, it could be. <laughs> it's so. it's your first Tribus So here we go. I even got the Tribus glass, too. Ooh. Joe hooked me up. Yes. There you go. Yep, nice amber color. You know, reminiscent of, um, like, Blue Point and all that, but... This one has a hint of toffee in it, mm. which is pretty cool. So, all right, boys. Gentlemen. Cheers. Enjoy. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. Not bad. Yeah. Um, Definitely not. I'm not a huge, mm-hmm. like, darker amber, the toffees, the nut-style beers, yeah. the brown ales. Mm-hmm. This is smooth, though. Yeah. Well, last episode... Oh, yeah, the one... Yeah. We did the Slow Rush? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is kind of the same realm of... As yeah. That. I don't know what it was about that, though. It didn't... It was a little harsher than this. Yeah. It was a little yeah. Bit yeah. lighter. This isn't a, a double Bach. This is just an amber uh, that's ale. That's true. It's only 4.6. Yeah, that yeah. was like 7-something. Yep. Definitely so a lot lighter. I still five of those in my fridge. That <laughs> <laughs> need to go somewhere. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, but this, I remember I had this the first time last year uh, around this time, and I loved it. I thought it was, you know, I'm an IPA guy for sure, but this, out of the other beer offerings that yeah. they have, this is one of my favorites. Um, just the flavor is good. Like, I, I, I like this style of beer, and it's, you know, seasonal appropriate. Mm-hmm. And Oh, is it seasonal? It is. This is seasonal. This comes out around wintertime. Ah, right? yes. Yeah. Which season. makes sense because the Doppelbach, yeah, kind of a, a warmer season. thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but the the ah. little toffee hint is uh, I, I is do a get nice to, I do get some toffee in there. Yes, definitely plays into what it uh, what it advertises. So according to TribusBeer.co, a traditional German beer from <laughs> Dusseldorf. Oh, its darker color comes from hints of crystal and dark malts, giving this beer a nice nutty, fruity flavor. Accompanied by a light body, a traditional German beer. Showed up on the mic. <laughs> a, a traditional German beer from Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf, whatever. Is darker color come from hints? Oh wait, they just copied and pasted the description twice. <laughs> Good job. Oh. All right, there you go. Freaking Dusseldorf, yeah. ass. Um, yeah. So in terms of like non IPAs, this is one of my like go tos yeah. um, for them. You know, it's not on tap for long, but when it is, mm-hmm. I like drinking it. Yeah. I mean, it's got everything that it, it says it is. It definitely is described very well. Um, I like how it has, a, it has a good balance to it. You know, I'm not necessarily into the darker, amber-ish beers, but yeah. if I was to pick one, you know, I'd go with this one mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very good. Glad you like, guys like it so far. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, well, we're pairing it with a little alt beer with a little alt rock. Ooh. Yes. Um, there's nothing left to lose. The third 
studio album from a band near and dear to my heart, the Foo Fighters. And uh, we figured we'd choose an album by them right now in honor of the late, great drummer Taylor Hawkins. Um, still still sucks to realize, you know, he's not with us mm -hmm. anymore. But um, So this album is actually his first with the band. Um, he joined the band prior to this album being recorded. Mm -hmm. uh, but this was the first one he actually appeared on with his drumming. And... Um, this album kind of finds the band in a kind of transition phase. They went through a lot of lineup changes before this. You know, they got really big while they were still going through some growing pains and figuring out who they were and who was going to be in the band and who suits them well. So, you know, Color and the Shape, Everlong, My Hero, huge album. Come and go, a couple different guitarists. Their drummer was fired, essentially. So they're figuring out what to do, and then all of a sudden, you know, Dave Grohl comes across um, Taylor Hawkins, who was drumming for Alanis Morissette at the time, yeah. mm -hmm. and just everyone left the band. The bassist, Nate Mendel, is like the other original member still with the band, mm -hmm. and this album ended up being recorded as a trio. It was yes. it was Dave, it was Nate, and it was Taylor, okay. and um, it was recorded at this house that Dave bought in Virginia. And they pretty much shacked themselves up in the house and recorded it, much like they did with Wasting Light. You know, they recorded it right at the house. And um, I think you hear it. And, you know, because this is an interesting time in their history, they focused more on the melodic side of the band, which is another one of their strong suits, I think, and, and their X-Factors. They're not just a hard rock band all the time. You know, they, they do have a lot to offer melodically. And I think this album... Shows off a lot of that. In no way, this is my favorite album, but it does show off a mm -hmm. lot about that or with that because it's just three guys. So, yeah. yeah so that's a little set up. Yeah, no, I, I gotta agree. I, I'm I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan. Yeah, and I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. Mm -hmm. I never was, and I don't know what it is. It's, I don't know if it's the very repetitive of some of their music, or I can't really put my finger on it. But there's something about them that doesn't really grasp my attention all the time they're, they've got their songs and i'm gonna sing along to 99 percent of them but there's just something that doesn't make me like run to go listen to them or yeah. buy their new album or listen to their new album mm -hmm. needless to say i'm reading through like i mean just their accolades and what they went through i mean they they've won 15 grammy awards they won best rock album five times i mean they they, won it, this, dave this is too. just a fucking genius he's the ambassador of rock and roll he really I, is I, I um seems like a guy i want to hang out with yeah oh, like, sure. yeah he seems <laughs> like a great guy yeah. oh my god um and then reading through just like their original like he wrote the first album every bit of it yep. you know bass played guitar everything. you name it yep. played everything That's a great album. um then he recruited mendel mendel's been there forever he had goldschmidt they were both of this band's uh sunny day real sunny estate day real estate yeah, was like their original yep. band um, they brought on Pat Smear, which was one of the touring guitarists for Nirvana prior mm -hmm. to um, Cobain's suicide. And then they, Smear and Goldsmith were replaced with uh, Franz Stahl and Hawkins. And then Franz Stahl left. Stahl and... ended up getting leaving, fired, whatever you right. want to call half of the shit. Uh, it's just like a shit show. There... It was a shit storm. Yeah. They're 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 churning out not churning out but they're releasing albums as a band normally would, 
But as they're doing it, they're going through yeah. so many growing pains. It was crazy. And figuring things out. Like, even the first album, Dave Grohl never really anticipated it being an actual band. Man, it was just and yeah. then it caught on, and he was like, I remember watching a documentary. He was like, oh, shit, I need a band, because i got to <laughs> take this out. And, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like... That's why, like, Wasting Light, which was one of the other albums we did by them, I often see that as, like, finally. This is, like, the debut album they yeah. probably wanted. It's, yeah, like, yeah, a great yeah. album from beginning to end. It has the full band membership, yeah. you know. But up until then, they're kind of, like, that in and out. And that was one. one for episode us? one. Yeah, this is a bit of a throwback. Yeah, episode one. one I, think you said, I think you said that exact same thing, too. Yeah, like, This yeah. is the debut album that they wanted. Yep, yep. And then this is kind of like a debut of like, hey, here's kind of like where we might go. You know, we've we yeah. got our drummer. Yep. Um, sure. Yeah. So. Um, no, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Like the way it just all kind of laid itself out. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, were you going to say something? Yeah. Um, I, don't, it, I feel like. Foo Fighters are a fantastic band. I really do enjoy them. They deserve everything they get. Have you met someone that ever considers them to be like the best rock band of all time, though? Is it just because... <laughs> no, they're not the best rock band and of all time. And I think a part no. of that is because they just the year they came out, I think they're just a little late for like the rock, like some of the, yeah. the people in the they're, 70s they're or 80s. They're almost kind of like post-grunge. Like yeah. In a sense. Like yeah. their style. And they, their, their, mm -hmm. Dave Grohl would have made a great grunge singer. Yeah. The way he's just very guttural. Yeah, it's kinda. very raspy <laughs> from the fucking general. Uh, like mm -hmm. what he does, he's not a very refined. He's not a very refined musician in general. Right. No. And he admits that. Like he. Right. He plays the guitar like a drummer. Clear. He, exactly. He plays the guitar like a drummer. You know. He he even says Taylor Hawkins was much more of a uh, 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 technical technical drummer than he was. I mean, he is by no means a fantastic singer. Mm -hmm. He's a good singer. He knows what he's doing, but he's not a fantastic singer. I feel like it, all the pieces, they were meant to be like a late 80s, early 90s band. Yeah. And they yeah. occurred in the late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. Like they just yeah. almost missed the mark by like yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and now within the last like 15 years or so, like people just consider them the rock band because, yeah. you know, they're still present and mm -hmm. putting out decent stuff and you know if he even made this joke in a doc that documentary i watched it's called back and forth like he's like are people are festivals asking us to play because they need a rock band or it's because they want us as the foo fighters yeah you know? yeah so like they're you know when you think of rock music now they're one mm -hmm. of the first bands to come to my mind because yeah you know of the amount of staying power that they've been able to have mm -hmm. in this time where rock really isn't at the forefront. Yep. Exactly, yeah. But I mean, yeah, they they deserve it. They make very, yeah. very solid music. And, yep. you know, this album is, is definitely another uh, notch in their belt. Yeah, um, yeah. It's sure. not my favorite by, by for sure. means, but it's, Agreed. It's, it's, again, it's a solid album. Yep. So it's off with uh, Stacked Actors. Stacked Actors. That is a great opener. That, it is. That's what I've got to put. It's not the greatest song, right? But it's a great, it's a good opener. Yes, this is a great song live. They they play this one live a lot, mm -hmm. and the crowd just goes nuts. Mm -hmm. And it does kind of have that trashy kind of breakdown to like, it gets the crowd going like a little mosh yeah. pit going. Um, it's not my favorite song. I'm not a huge fan of this song, like other people are. But 
I, I thought it opened the album well. It does. It, it does. It definitely set the tone. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of got that like heavy open, and then it kind of chilled out, and kind of got yeah, all, that like little samba you drum. You almost group. got all aspects of the Foo Fighters in one song. Like, hey, this is what yeah. you're gonna get for the next. I forget how many tracks it is, but this is what like you're gonna 10 get. Or 11, I think. Yeah, 11 ten or eleven. Tracks, yeah, eleven tracks, forty-six minutes. This is what you're gonna get. Here it is. Boom. Go. That's that's one of my biggest criticisms of the album too. Is that they while they do have some songs that like vary up the the sound that they have, a lot of it does sound relatively similar. Yeah. yeah. Which is Great. which you know it's a good sound. It's good and bad. Yeah. We just mentioned ACDC a few yeah. minutes ago when we were in between, and same deal. Yeah. They have 17, 18 albums that are identical. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what you're gonna get. It's yeah. Just <laughs> right. Whether that's what you want or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. And going off of that, like one of my biggest criticisms is the track list on this album. I thought it was very heavy to begin and then very acoustic and melodic to end. And I thought they should have shuffled it around a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good song live. Yeah, not a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah. Decent opener. Yeah. Not the greatest song though. Yep. Stack that actor, stack to the raft. I like that hook. Yeah. It's a cool one. Yep. Yeah, I like how I always liked how he pronounced stacked. It was he always says stacked it. Stacked it To actors. fit in the yeah. the like rhythm of the song. Mm-hmm. But uh next up we have Breakout. Another Another great one, yeah. Yeah, another big song for, for them. Just another good one live. Yeah, strange part is like I've I never listened to the song straight through, but I recognize the song when I heard it. Yeah. Like, I know mm-hmm. I've heard it somewhere. I don't know yep. where I've heard it, but I know I've heard this song somewhere. A mm-hmm. um, couple things. Do you have a singles list for this? Yep. Yeah. I do. I, obviously, I know Learn to Fly was one. Uh, Learn to Fly was the first. Yep. Stacked Actors was second. Okay. Generator, Breakout, and Next Year. Oh, wow. So there were five. Yeah. So I don't know. So half the album. Shit. Yep. Sleepers are going to be a bit difficult. I think, because I think personally, you know, we talk about front loaded, back yeah. loaded albums. This is definitely a front loaded album for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. This was a. I yeah, like agreed. this song. I yeah. like the way it opened. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just different. You know, changed up a little bit. This song live. Oh, yeah. This song live is, is sick. Because they, like, reformat their songs to involve the crowd and, like, slow it down and then build it back up. This song is just unreal live. Um, yeah. And this is just quintessential Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. It has that nice, fast-paced tempo. Good rocker. You can bounce to it. And, yeah. And yeah, it just suits them well. Suits them well. It's a good song to have coming out of the color and the shape, which was the previous album yeah. with My Hero, Everlong, Monkey Wrench. How can I forget not mentioning Monkey Wrench? One of yeah. my oh, yeah. favorite Foo Fighter songs of all time. Like this kind of you know is the follow up to that. Yep. You know, that's true, yeah. literally and figuratively. Um, yeah, that's a great song. I love this song. Yeah, God. yeah, it's got definitely got a, it's got a good groove to it. Yeah, high tempo. Great singing. Yeah, memorable. Like yeah. You, you just, it, it sticks it with you, yeah. You. Yeah. And that's, I think that, <laughs> that's my thing with the Foo Fighters. All of these songs are very, like, catchy. Mm-hmm. But some of them are just so repetitive. And yeah. I think that's what kills me about yeah. the Foo Fighters. Is, like, they're almost, like, I don't want to say, like, cheap in the fact that, like, they get out easy, like, by repeating a lot. But at the same time, as much as I'm going to the song and I'm like... Man, this is repetitive. It's kind of annoying, and I'm just like, but I'm still nodding and singing along to right. it. Like, there's like that fight between, okay, it's kind of boring and repetitive, and goddamn, I'm singing it because it's catchy, yeah. and that's where my, I think a lot of my uncertainty with their music just in general. Like, I'm not a diehard Foo Fighters guy. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
It's almost like confusing to me. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. No, I I told you know what you you, you you worded that perfectly. I can't can't say much more on that yeah. end. Yeah. There's um, one song later. I forget which one it is, but like. It ends at like three and a half, and then it like takes a little bit of like a, a pause, and then just picks back up exactly where it left off. Next, yeah. next year, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. Which why again, that, I was kind of like, this song is good, it's catchy, but it's kind of boring me. And then it did that, and I was like, I don't know if I like that or don't like that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Confused. I, I was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of cool that it came back, but at the same time, I'm like, but it didn't come back to anything different. It came back to what was happening exactly, before, yeah. and that's where, yeah. Sometimes I struggle with them. It's yeah. like, I feel like their stuff is so repetitive, which gets stuck in your head, but I don't know if it's always a good stuck in your head. I think this album, and it's one of the knocks, which we'll get to, yeah. it, is its repetitiveness. Very. And I think it's just where they were as a band. You know, They found themselves, themselves as a trio all of a sudden with a new drummer, and they're just like, all right. It's almost like a fresh start for them. They're like starting over, so... You know, they're kind of bound to hear some similar yeah, elements in their songs. But, but next one. Yeah, I this mean, is the classic. This is just, you, you can't. This is the album with Learn to Fly on it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well said. Yes. That's what I knew it for. I I don't want to pick this as my favorite song because like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm totally, How can you not? I know. I know. It. This is it's just a perfect song for them. Like this is it's, if you mention Foo Fighters, this has to be mentioned in your top five. Mm-hmm. In terms of right, yeah. So like, learn to fly, monkey wrench, all my life, times like these, ever long. Like I think those are my five. Those are five That's controversial. It is, and then you got all these other songs that are out there, like. My favorite album by them, Wasting Light. Like, none of those songs got any of the play that yeah. these have. But I just think that's their best record, their best album front to back. Mm-hmm. Like, These Days came off of that. Walk came off of that. Those are in their set list permanently now. Um, but this song, Learn to Fly, it's just... It's a great song. It's just yeah. a classic I was locker. bummed we didn't play it, but it made I know. sense. Made sense. It made sense. Played earlier. Maybe uh, Tribus might be a better... earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do a little earlier. Yeah. It, this song is just so wide open and like this is a good driving song. Yeah, definitely just very freeing. Yeah. Well, and and I think what nobody tries to overpower in this song. Right. You know, Dave grow up with his voice can try can overpower sometimes with that kind of grungy yep. growlness, um, and he doesn't do that here. The drums aren't super in your face. The guitar is pretty basic. Yep. I mean, it's just a very comfortable song. Sure. Good word. That's a good word for it. Comfortable. It is and because it has the 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 rocky chorus in the intro. Yeah. And then it has the nice melodic verses mm-hmm. where he's singing and the drums aren't overpowering. It's just a great balance. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Maybe that's. I don't. I don't know if this is a bad thing or not, but I feel like a lot of their music is just like feel good rock music. Yeah. Which you know is yeah. fine. I mean, but they don't have like not. They don't have many tracks in like a minor key at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's all it's all kind of meant to make you feel good, which is, you know, on its head like, fine. Yeah, like, do you mean I don't know keys and shit. Like do you mean like stadium like arena like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Minor, yeah. Minor's right. gonna okay. make it a little more sad, a little more yeah. depressing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's not yeah, to say yeah. oh you need a ballad or whatever, yeah, but, right. but you know. I yep. feel like they could be a bit deeper emotionally. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, this this song though. 
It's just a great song. Yeah. And great music video, too. You know, they're on the plane. The plane and Tenacious yeah, yeah. D is on there. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Music video. yeah. I'm not a big music video guy, but I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of videos, you remember the uh, when they got all the musicians Only to play this song? Sorry. Yes. That's, okay. a, that's not music. <laughs> what? I, what? I, that's, I, thought that's, I, I thought that was my cue. <laughs> oh, he's learned got <laughs> outed. Um, yeah, the, like, 1,000 yeah, Italian. Got, yeah. Yeah. It was like a all a, a thing to get Foo Fighters to play in their town or something, something like that. Yeah, and they all performed the song like, simultaneously. Yeah, like three hundred drummers, like a shit ton of guitarists and bassists. Yeah, it's awesome. so many like a, a lot of people singing it. It was it was a really cool moment. Yeah, not just in Foo Fighters, but just as a, a collective to just, do that. Right for any song, just but a cool but music but to pick that song too, it's like yeah. you know it's yeah. perfect for that kind of moment. So yeah. it was cool to see that. It's just it's just an easy song to sing along to you know some of the other songs they've put out and even on this record are you know kind of niche but this mm-hmm. one i think just has a really wide appeal yeah yeah and while still staying true to who they are and what they do and not like selling out hmm. but yeah um so like the first three tracks you got stacked actors break out and learn to fly like it's a great opening right mm-hmm. Rock, 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 you know, mm-hmm. and it continues with the next song, Give Me Stitches. Yeah, this is, one's okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard to follow Learning to Fly, too. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I, Learn, Learn to Fly, by the way, third third track, first single. Well, this was also 97. This was back when that mattered. That, right, <laughs> right, right. It's just funny how that's where it is. It's 99, know. I believe. That's what it says on Spotify. That I could nine, be wrong. I thought it was 97. No, they... 97 was Colin okay, the Sheep. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fucking 95 99. was... You're right, you're right. 99. Their debut. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, this song is decent. It's... It's a filler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. It's a filler. But again, yeah. Hard to follow when to fly it, but... Yeah. It doesn't really do itself too many favors. Yeah. I don't have much to say about it. Yeah. Either. It does what it needs to do. You know? Very, very true. Yep. Um... The next song, though. Generator? I love Generator. This is a great song. It's like fast, Good, good song. Energetic. I thought it had like a cool effect. Like they were... Yeah, this the, was the song where they wanted to try something different. Yeah. So they got in the, the, little the voice box. box. Yeah, the, the Peter Frampton. Like, eh, yeah, exa- that's exactly... I mean, you can't do that without thinking Peter Frampton or honestly Bon Jovi. Like those are yeah, the two. true. It's going to be one or the other that pop in your head. And, mm-hmm. You know... It's a good song. I, I think again though, it was just they were trying something different. They were like, "Hey, let's give this a shot. Let's see. Yeah. Hey, I got a voice box. Let me, you know, you get a new toy and you want to try it." Right, know? right. <laughs> That's what it came out with. I, I was actually disappointed to see that this was a single because this was in my mind as a like a sleeper, a sleeper track. Yeah, it was the third. It was actually yeah. yeah. It was before Breakout, which was surprising. Yeah, because not even not a lot of people think of this song when you think of the Foo Fighters. So, yeah. but I love this song. It's a great song live. It's. Um, I don't know, it's another good mix of like that energetic feel good mm-hmm. rock with yeah. the melodic verses, you know. Yeah, I've never heard this song prior to the out, like doing this listen through. So, mm-hmm. like I said, yeah. never being a major Foo Fighters person, like I knew all their major singles, I yeah. knew all that kind of stuff, a B side here or there, but mm-hmm. you know, this being a single would have never stuck yeah. out to me. Yeah. By the way, nice hat. Where, where'd, you, oh, yeah. where'd you get that? Oh, well, that ruins our... Uh, <laughs> we'll get this uh, next the story episode. arc? This next <laughs> Two episode. episodes. Two, Two episodes. episodes later. 
That's right. Uh, that's right. We're it, it's not like we're on contract with CBS. It's, it's a timeline. Like yeah, it's a timeline. It's, you know, we, we, <laughs> this we, is going to come out closer to the Masters. Yeah, yeah. We didn't sign an NDA or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, this part of the album was really cool for me because I love this song, and me personally, I love the next song, Aurora. Yes. Um, that song, this song, I actually really, really like. Yes, this her. is. It's a beautiful song. It's. It's not a rocker at all. Exactly, it's, yeah, it's melodic. It's acoustic. It's, it's long, chill. Too. It is long, but you almost don't feel it. It doesn't overstay its welcome for me, anyway. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Actually, if you don't mind, I do, but it's fine. No, no, go. No. <laughs> oh, do you have the vinyl? Ooh. So I have almost every Foo Fighter vinyl. Okay. So there's this acoustic record called Skin and Bones. And they, on their, um, what was it, In Your Honor tour, that was a double album. The okay. first record was all electric. The second disc yes. was all acoustic. Mm-hmm. So they did their, like, arena rock tour leg. And then they did a second leg, which was all playing, like, theaters. And they did all acoustic re- renditions of their songs. And I think, was this on it? This was not on it. Oh, okay. what a letdown. But it's just... No, it's fine. No, 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 it's, no, not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But another one is, which we'll get to. Um, this is this is this is cool. It shows a side of Dave that you don't often see, so you should definitely uh, check that out. Skin and Bones. Anyway, this is a. It's just yeah, great song. Yeah, yep. Yeah, they 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 change it up a little bit sound wise, slow it down and don't make it too heavy with yeah. everything and. Uh, Lighten it up, yeah. He does have a very good voice. Yes. He really does. Mm-hmm. Um, for being, you know, as he claims, like, you know, you're not as trained or as, you know, uh, refined of a singer as he is. And mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying that his, like, screaming side isn't good, because it is. He, he does well with that. What he sings, he does well, too. And I don't know, this just, I don't know what it was. This song stuck with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is, this is uh, one of the standouts on the album mm-hmm. for me. Was it single or no? No. No. It was not. I'm making saying. my list as I go. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah. And then Live in Skin. This is kind of where the album, in my opinion, started to get very repetitive to mm. fin- finish out. Yeah. Um, this is I agree where with you. it kind of. This is where you heard the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown, chorus end. Yep. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, breakdown, chorus, end. Mm-hmm. Verse. Yep. And it's not that you didn't hear it in the beginning, but it was the beginning was enough to just like, yes, let's go. And now you're just kind of like hearing the same song right. a little bit mm-hmm. on repeat. Yeah, and then the next year is the first chorus, first chorus, end. I got end. End. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got next year, at least it had a little different vibe to it. Yeah. yeah but um, Live in skin, I really don't have much to say. No, no me either. Yeah, I will say that this point in the album, like you said, even the rockier ones are melodic. Mm-hmm. So from Aurora on, it's just all melodic and kind of low-key and not really like in-your-face bombastic yeah. energetic rock. And I thought that was a slight for the album for me. It's just the track listing and mm-hmm. yeah. they should have shuffled it up a little bit more. I don't know if um, Stacked Actors, Breakout, Learn to Fly should have been all together. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like... 
you know, you could have shuffled them around a little more. It was a great opening if the album continued with that ending. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It didn't. Right. It had a couple more ballads, and I think it needed to. Not ballads, but like the acoustic-y yeah. styled songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is just, you know, it, it's good. It's all right. It, fit, it fits the, the mm-hmm. rest of it. Um, but yeah, next, next year. Next year was the, was it, like I said, it was a very re- repetitive, yep. catchy song. Right. It wasn't, I mean, I found myself singing to it, like, right away. Yeah. And I didn't even know it. And mm-hmm. I found myself singing, and I'm like, all right, I'm singing to the song, like, it's got a good melody, like, all of that. But I also could sing to it because it just repeated itself. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this was one of those songs that I almost didn't, I liked that I didn't want to like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that's what this song was. It was poppy. Like, the, yeah. the chords they chose or whatever you call it, it, it definitely leaned it more into the pop. I will say, this is the song that's all. What song is that? That sounds like another song when you yeah. sing it like that. But it's... It, it's going to piss me off. Like, if we had a if we had a sleeper B, yeah. this would be my, like, sleeper B. Like, sleeper B. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to pick it because it, well, it was a single anyway, but... Yeah. I don't know. It was it was super super catchy, and I didn't want to like it. Yeah, but I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, did it, it was just one of those things. Did its job. This yeah. is this is one of the better songs. Uh, what, you what said that Christmas card fall oh, off the ceiling. Uh, well, I mean, it is fucking April. Yeah, I know. Nice to look at. Um, I'm waiting for the tree to still be up. <laughs> no tree went up this year. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, right. Kids. Um, this is one of the standout performances on the Skin and Bones record is next year. Okay. The, the, definitely check out this version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I like, I almost like this more than the album version. Gotcha. So, okay. Check it out. Yeah? Yeah. Headwires almost sounds like an 80s... Sound like Police to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like an 80s just pop song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of like phase altering yep. kind of... Yep. This one kind of almost had the same key, notes, chords, I don't know, as Living Skin. And almost like the same like vocal tendencies. Mm-hmm. I don't know the... Uh, Exact terms to say, but like especially as you get into the chorus, "Living Skin" opens like an ACDC song. Yeah, it's almost the same rhythm, right? That right. The other one's just more chord driven. This is more like almost exactly. Yeah. So you start you start to see right. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that, I don't know if it's in necessarily the same key, but or no, like there's something. There was but something. But it's the same rhythm right. of that. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. There's something. I got nothing there. Yeah, yeah. These, these right. last I mean, three really, like, it was kind of disappointing to see the out. Like Mike said, it kind of yeah, just kind of yeah. And nosedived after Aurora. Yeah, yeah. Like, like next, next year was okay. Like yeah. next year was okay, but if you had slipped that before Aurora, this could have been like a seven song album. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. probably would have been a little bit. Higher rated. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and then Ain't It the Life. It, I'm not a big fan of this, this one. This really one. is like yeah. a dud. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's my big problem is skip. from, you know... This sounds like one of their songs off of their debut. Yeah. Uh, what's the song? It's like, well, I talk about Big it. Big Me. Yes. It sounds yeah. like a little bit like that. Yep. But well, not as that was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. See, we're just saying, we're singing another yeah, album. It's not even paying attention to this song. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like that same vibe, you know? Yeah. So, but so I'm just going to throw out there like, yeah. I saw you swiping, and I have Amazon, you have Spotify, so I just swiped and it worked. I've never done that. Like, oh, like through? <laughs> you never swiped? But again, the, the back half, even more so, is just yeah. very ballady, very yeah. melodic, which they do very well with, but mm-hmm. I would have liked a little more shuffle. Especially you got Taylor Hawkins, this fucking big presence drummer. Yeah, yeah. Like, Taylor Hawkins reminds me of Shannon Larkin. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the in the area of you don't hear his name a ton, right? But he's a phenomenal drummer. Like I always have said that Shannon Larkin of Godsmack is one of the most underrated rock drummers mm-hmm. out there. Like if you've seen him live, yeah, he puts on a fucking show. He is so good, and Godsmack doesn't make the greatest music, and right. I know that, and I've seen him five six times. They're great live, but they don't make the greatest music, and I know. But they're, he's a phenomenal drummer. Right. And I feel like I've always felt the same way about Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. They don't blow me out of the water, but he is just a phenomenal drummer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for his first album, this really didn't showcase anything he had. I think because they found themselves now writing with him, and yeah. he and, didn't and, really and, know his yeah, place. Exactly. You're, pl- you're, you're now the drummer yeah. in the band yeah. with the guy that was the drummer on Smells Like Teen yeah, Spirit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I get that. So I think it took him a while to find his place in uh-huh. the band and yeah. everything. And um, So I get why this album kind of came out yeah, the yeah, way yeah. it did. But you're totally right, and it, it honestly is a shame that, you know, only now Taylor Hawkins is kind of mentioned as much as, as he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he fucking died. Yeah, and we, I mean, we've talked about a ton, you know. We were supposed to go see them a couple, few months September. ago. September. We, couldn't, we couldn't pull it off. They sold out. But uh, I had them on my screen. I, I was did. like, ah, they're totally not going to want to pay 100 bucks a ticket. Yeah, we would have bit the bullet. Yeah. This song, I gotta say, it wasn't a great ender. It was kind M-I-A. of a dud of a song. Mia, it, but it was catchy. I liked it. It was catchy. Yeah, it the, just the, the chorus was at yeah. This point, yeah, he's in hook. That yeah, yeah. I mean, but but it's like at this point, yeah, I was like, already done. Right, four tracks in a row. Yeah, arguably that yeah, it was already done has this kind of atmosphere to it. Totally, man. We gotta we gotta be the the trackless police next time someone comes out of an album. We gotta get a job doing that. Should sure, figure something out. I'll I'll call up uh, some record labels. Amazon Music. Uh, I'm not in that division. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live. I'm not uh, music. Uh, Although I could try. Although I got a package that's Rick been Rubin. delayed for like two weeks. Can you help can me? You, can you, uh... Well, I mean, Joe's on your, your thing. I don't know if I can... Uh, I can't... I, I can't... Uh, it's a joint account. I don't know if I can... Uh... Well done. Can I get a discount? Maybe. I don't know yet. Can uh, I get a discount? No. No, you definitely can't. No, if I get a discount, you get one. <laughs> I maybe can get you free prime. That's the best I can well, do. Free prime? Free prime? Yeah, maybe. 
I'd take free prime. All right, let's go. I got a job, by the way. <laughs> so, in total, tracks. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to it. If I had to pick one, top. What do you got? I feel like we're gonna be al- got, aligned here. It's gotta be learn to fly, right? Yeah. Like the only other one that I could put near that is breakout because it, it was my, good. That's my argument. But like, it's not better than learn to fly. One and one A. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, least favorite? Like, Bottom. I don't know. It's it, like, are they bad tracks? Like, I not I necessarily. Ain't the light, ain't that the light, that's mine. Like, ain't the life. Just, yeah. Didn't have anything. I don't need to really hear it. Anything. I don't. I don't need to listen to it. Yeah. You know? At least songs like you know, next year, Headwires, even MIA. MIA was catchy chorus. Headwires had a right. good little groove to it with that kind of mm. '80s pop to it. Next year had a good chorus. Living Skin was a little heavier. Right. Yeah. Ain't, Ain't It the Life was just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there was nothing there. That's also mine. So. <laughs> Six way. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, Sleepy. Oh, we might go three for three. Aurora. If we're going non-singles, then Aurora. Aurora. Aurora's mine. Absolutely. First ever. I think so. First ever. Like hops and three, Bob three, sweet. three. The wow. Hops and Bob Sweet. Oh, that was a beautiful clink. Oh. I want to see the waveform on that. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's TikTok worthy, Thomas. Can, just we, might. Uh, can we call this album The Sweep? This episode? The Sweep? <laughs> the oh, Sweep. Yeah. Um, if we all rate it the same. Alt Sweep. That's what we I don't, know I don't think we're going to rate it the same. No, that might be the so one either. difference. Um, I will say I do want to give a shout out to Generator. I do like that song. I would have picked that. Picking? I would have picked that as a double sleeper if it wasn't a Ooh, single. But I, I, I would have done that. A double sleeper, have you? I think I have. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you give an album with ten, you're like, oh, I'll name a bunch of songs that I like. So <laughs> and you're kind of naming like seven. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say I like stacked actors too. If yeah. that wasn't that was, a single, yeah, that was that was my generator. I think that song did well because of where it was. Yeah. If it wasn't first, it would have been kind of. Well, it opened well. But when you get to, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, where they're all that kind of low-key... Yeah, could have yeah. had something to, to jolt it with in the agreed. latter half. Agreed. So. agreed. All right. Let's rate it. Your album. My album. I am going to give this... I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. Well, yeah. Elaborate? <laughs> sure. I, I usually guys seem shocked. Is it I, I thought you were thought? going to give it higher. I thought no, this is... More. This is not one of my favorite. It has great songs on it, but as an album, it's not the most well versed. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very top heavy in terms of like hard rock. I thought the balance was a little off scale. Um, and again, but I'm taking it with a grain of salt because of where they were as a band. So yes, you know I like it, but a lot of the later tracks I don't often go to as a Foo Fighter listener. Um, there's Plenty of other albums that I prefer. I, I like, obviously, Wasting Light is my favorite of all yeah. time. I like, you know, Color and the Shape. Um, Echo Silence, Patience of Grace is another great one by them. Um, but this is good. It's, just, it's, it's a good rock album, but it's not standout for them. So I'm giving it a six. Shocked so far. I'm with you. Six. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I think we might have a sweep. Um, yeah, I'm just a little over half of the album. Yeah. That's kind of how I looked at it. A yeah. little over half of the album I liked. Right. And so it wasn't quite, you know, 
five and a half out of 11. It was probably seven out of 11 was mm -hmm. solid. Mm -hmm. So to me, that was about a six. I was, I was hovering between like a six and a seven because it was, as you stated early on, an easy listen. Mm -hmm. Even though the songs aren't great, they're still just like a smooth listen to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it just didn't... If I'm not huge on Foo Fighters, this is not the album you're going to get me on. Exactly. No, no. So this is not your... I was kind of back to right. where I began with... Right. They if, have some repetitive, kind of boring songs. Right. I like, but don't like. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if yeah. it's a new listener, like, hey, you talk about Foo Fighters a lot. What should I listen to? I'm not handing this and album e over. And even the idea. But I will hand it over as like, all right, now you've heard this. Yeah. Check this album out because they're also really good at the acoustic melodics. Yeah. And even the idea of like, hey, Taylor Hawkins finally joined the band. Yeah. Here you go. And I'm kind of like, this is his first record with Taylor mm -hmm. who? Like, and I yeah. hate to say that yeah. this time, yeah. but it was yeah. like, you know, Dave Grohl could have drummed this album. I wouldn't right. know the difference right. if that's what he put out. Right, right. So, yep. Yeah, fair. You know, I was I, I could give this anywhere between like a five and a seven. I feel like if I gave it too high, maybe I think that just kind of their uh, their reputation kind of living it up. But I, I had a six in my head. I'm gonna give it a six. Sweeper, the sweep all Woo! around. Nice sweeper, baby. Wow, that was bad. Yes, you. yes. Oh, 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 oh. First I'm, I'm ever hops and bops. <laughs> wow. Sweet. We it's... still have the beer left, though. It was good, but like, it was an, it's not anywhere near their debut or Color in the Shape or Wasting Light or mm -hmm. even uh -huh. some of their other stuff. Um, great singles. I thought it was a little bit front-loaded in its track list and yeah. But I mean, you know. Does it live up to some of the other albums that came out in 99, like uh, Californication mm -hmm. or... Uh, Great point. Like Limp Biscuit came out then. Like, <laughs> Which? What, what, else, what else came out in 99? I, I, I had a list of stuff that I was looking at. He's but. playing with, um, I know it sounds really weird, but Wes Borland, the guitarist for Limp Biscuit, right now is touring with Danny Elfman. <laughs> the guy did the Simpsons. Well, he theme. just put out his uh, an album. Yeah, I and uh, this chick Nilly Bosch. I don't know if you ever heard of her. She's a fucking nasty, like Lebanese. She's like guitarist or whatever. Joe Sod's kind of girl. But anyway, uh, she's nasty guitarist, and she's also on the album. So her and Wes Borland are like the touring guitarists for Danny Elfman right now. <laughs> That's a weird combo. Yeah, he just uh, put out an album with them, which uh, the more you know. <laughs> um cool yeah, yeah let's, let's uh let's hop on this beer though. this alt beer alt beer by tribus get one more sip um this is kind of like a dark horse beer for them i'm looking at the glass like it's full this is um a dark horse beer for them they do ipas extremely well and they do sours very well mm -hmm. This is kind of like a one-off for them. They don't really have other beers like this in their rotation. Mm -hmm. And it, it's seasonal. So, like, you're not going to find it often. But it is one of my favorites. I'm going to give this a seven and a half hops. Okay. okay. When it's out, I like it. I go to it. Um, which is why I wanted to bring it here. So, seven and a half for me. I'm going to seven. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this style of beer. I wouldn't really run to it most of them are a little bit too nutty i guess you could say or like that type of flavor and um this one didn't overpower with that <laughs> right a little bit smoother right so um i definitely found that i could drink this a little bit easier 
you know, I had my glass full, I'd have a few more sips of it. Am I gonna have more than one or two? Definitely not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was a, it was smooth enough to say like, you know, I could have this beer and go and grab it just to change it up. Mm-hmm. So I'd give it a seven. Yeah, I'm I'm lockstep with Mike. Yeah, I'd probably give it a seven. <sighs> Couldn't get the sweet. You did get the whole that half. Episode episode we had sweet. the full. We had the full. It's sweet. okay. It's okay. Damn. Uh, yeah, you, you pretty much hit the, the nail right on the head, you know. I'm not a big fan of, like, the, the, the darker style beers, but they, they did this one very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the balance. It's not too heavy on those darker flavors, but it still has that kind of toffiness. I think that adds a nice little extra mm-hmm. X factor to it. Um, but I, don't, I wouldn't imagine taking, like, a whole six-pack of these and no. finishing them. But, I but mean, it, that's I, similar to the last but beer. My, yeah, well, in my opinion, like, the Accelerator, that was too aggressive. For that side yes, of for this me. is the better version this of that. This is a better version of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, there you go. Cool. Let's, let's do some shout outs. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, the beer provided by Tribus Beer Co. in Milford. Um, they seem like nice people. Yeah, they we do. Should never, nice we should try to talk to them. We should. I've never met them. So. I'll see what I can do. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll talk to my guys. Um, Tribus Beer Co. on Instagram and TribusBeer.co online. Um, and then Foo Fighters, I mean... Foo Fighters. Foo, Foo Fighters. Foo just Foo Fighters. Yep. Uh, Foo Fighters <laughs> on Instagram. FooFighters.com. Foo of course, I mean, as a big fan of the band, yeah. I don't know what is going to happen with them. Because Dave went through this with Kurt Cobain and Nirvana fell apart and he got shit for starting... A new band. I don't. I. I don't know what's going to come of it, and it drives me insane every other day because I love them, and I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm yeah. enjoying them while that's, that's I can. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Foo Fighters, check them out. I mean, every album has something to um, different to offer. So there Sweet. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Next so, episode. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yes. yes. It's kind of like a group kind of. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah we all kind of chose yeah. this one. Yep. Um, gonna be doing uh, was it Unlimited Love? Unlimited Love, the Unlimited new Love. Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Yep, came out early April. That's right. It just came out. So we're gonna be uh, reviewing that one, and to be pairing that, we have the uh, was it Artisanal Artisanal Brew Works. Brew Works. Yes, they have a a sour line out for. Um, they did a partnership with like Warheads. Yes. So we're doing like a Warhead sour beer. That's I'm very excited. Yeah, there's like four I, flavors. There, I loved Warheads as a kid. Yeah. Like, I'm a big sour guy. Yes. As, and yeah. just, but not even like sour. Like I, it took me a while for sour beers. But when I was a kid, Sour Patch Kids, Sour Gummy Worms, Warheads. like, And it, it shows in my kids. Like both of them will grab fucking sour. Like their go-to candies are Sour Gummy Worms, Sour mm-hmm. Patch Kids. You know, even since they were like a year old, year and a half, they just fucking love them. They're eating gummy worms as a one-year-old. Wow. Oh, yeah. John eats them. He loves them. Yeah? Oh, Did yeah. you chew on it? Yeah, he's fine. He won't choke? I have All right. <laughs> Hasn't yet. <laughs> Good deal. On that note. Uh, but yeah, these beers are really popular. I think they just widened their distribution because I've been seeing them at a couple bars lately. Yeah, I have yeah. too. Yeah. So we got one. So. Yeah, we're going to have black cherry, blue raspberry, lemon, and green apple. Yeah, that's right. We got four different beers. We're going to try them all. Yep. Be a cool Sounds picture. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking at nice. one now. It actually looks pretty nice. Yeah. And the color, <laughs> the colors oh, actually nice. match <laughs> the colors on the chili pepper album. So it actually yeah. works be, out. So. We did that yeah. purpose. Yeah, you know, yep. it's like, it's like so. we know what we're doing. Yep. Anyway, Hops and Bops podcast. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Um, 
check us out on all the socials. Give us a follow. Interact with us. DM us. You know, let us know if you want something specific, and we'll do it. Um, stream I wish us. We had more of that. Yeah, I know. I know. I would. And no, just try something new. I wish we had more of that. So yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Up it. Up it. Uh, stream, <laughs> stream us and watch us <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, really exciting. You know, we've been able to get our podcasts on other platforms. So we're, we're, we're pretty wide right now. So check us out wherever you get your podcast. And for Tom and Mike, I've been Joe. We'll see you next time. Peace.